Well, something for everyone today. Job numbers in the US showed more people are out of work and the yield curve is deepening, suggesting more inflation concerns. Yet the expectation is still that the Fed is going to do more and even more mixed messages from the Bank of England today testifying in Parliament in the UK. And today we get numbers from China, Canada, the UK, plus the statement of monetary policy from the RBA today. So there's lots to get stuck into. It's not the weekend yet. It's Friday, the 10th of February, 2022. It's the morning call from NAB. Good morning. Well, the U.S. stock market is not happy this morning. Again, we've seen a 1% drop in the Nasdaq. The Dow Jones is down 0.7% at close, a 0.9% drop for the S&P 500. But over the Atlantic, things are very different in Europe with the Euro stocks 50 closing up 1%. The DAX was up 0.7%. The FTSE 100 up a third of 1%. The U.S. dollar is down now 0.2% on the DXY. The pound is up 0.4%. The Aussie dollar uh, has gained now just 0.1%. It's uh, around 69 0.3 US cents and the euro is up 0.2% and uh, it is a divergent path in bonds as well with 10-year treasuries up six basis points in the United States up to 3.67% but German bunds 10 years are down six basis points this morning the same in France even more in Italy and down two basis points for 10-year gilts in the UK meanwhile Aussie 10 years uh, climbed five basis points yesterday to 3.66% up about four basis points on top of that on futures overnight and oil has backed off a bit a one percent drop in wti brent is down 1.1 percent to a little over 84 a barrel now so mixed day but in the u.s well 10-year yields now at 3.67 percent but they were below 3.59 percent earlier whilst two years were up over 4.52 percent so a deeper inversion which in, in normal times uh we well i mean let's talk about this with gavin friend from nabin london normally we, we you know this would signal recession but you know m- maybe it's different this time but look at four and a half percent at the front end I mean, we can see how uh, how far investors think the Fed is going to go because we kicked off February not far off 4.1%. So it's, it's climbed a fair bit. Yeah, morning, Phil. Well, we can talk about that. But we know, of course, the uh, the reasoning for that, given that uh, blowout jobs number and the ISM services that we had that shot across the bowels at the end of last mm. week. But I think for Thursday, it's been a day of two halves, really. You know, early on, equities were rising, um, you know, around about 1% in the US. Yields there a little bit softer i would say uh german inflation data that we had early in europe for january recall this was delayed from last week it came in at up 0.5 percent on the month on an eu harmonized basis which was below you know quite a lot way a long way below the 1.3 percent forecast so that meant that we're at 9.2 percent year on year versus a forecast 10 and down from 9.6 in december so lower inflation versus the forecast but what matters here is how will it impact the preliminary eurozone number exactly so remember that uh, eurostat had to estimate because it didn't have a german number um and we think that there's there's not a lot of detail on this but we we think it's only going to mean that the eurozone numbers will end up being revised up a tenth maybe two tenths really um you know and they and they were lower anyway uh to eight and a half percent from 9.2 so when we get the revision uh, in the middle of this month it's going to be something like 8.6, 8.7. 8.6, 8.7. I think markets will be relieved, relieved about that, to be honest, because there was yeah. a bit of speculation last week that the revision might be higher. And I think that's really why we saw, you know, throughout sort of most of the European morning and the US morning, we saw yields in Germany, across Europe, in the UK or US, two, at the 2 and 10 year 10, are all pulling back a few basis points. We then had some comments from the Bank of England. I mean, there were a, a bevy of 
uh, MPC voters testifying to Parliament. Absolutely mixed views, weren't there? From some saying inflation could go higher, uh, others saying that it's gone too high already. But I mean, Andrew Bailey was was signalling that he's concerned that if uh, if if inflation it could be inflationary, if public sector wages go up and they're not funded by higher taxes, uh, that was a point he made uh, in the afternoon. Um, then you know they may have to step in and do more. Yeah, of course. I mean that's the concern of the bulk of the MPC, the vote, the guys that voted for. 50 basis points at the last meeting last week um, and their view has been for some time now you know the, the threat from second round effects the, the point about you know public sector workers I mean you know listeners should know that if you look at private sector wage settlements are running at just over 7% public sector is about 2% there isn't a threat there no. but of course we do have these very widespread public sector strikes and there's a worry that the, the government settles at a higher level the government has got is showing no intention of doing that and one of the reasons for that is because it can see that by the end of this year inflation is going to drop from about ten and a half percent to something like three or four percent and that is what is going to help people get their spending power back they're not going to give in to as tough as the message is uh, you know a 19 percent uh, wage demand from the NHS or something like that but I think the, the comments that caught the market's eye today were was from from one of the doves uh, Silvana Tenreiro she's one of the external members of the MPC um, we know that she for the last two meetings and one other member have been voting against the committee they've been they thought the rates had peaked at three percent they're now at four percent so she said um, that um, uh, that that, that rates are too high at the moment no surprise there just a fifth she thinks of the cumulative effect of the last 10 rate hikes has actually you know gone through so there's more to come through that's going to hit the economy Um, and that she said that uh, you know given the the bank's inflation forecast of two percent or under 2% actually by the second quarter of next year, it will take a recession to get inflation on CPI measure back up to 2%. You know, because the bank doesn't want it to go below 2%. It wants it to stabilise at that level. So the inference here is that she's close to wanting to cut rates. And indeed, she told the parliamentary panel that she would consider a rate cut. She's not quite clear on the timing yet, but it's that from her, it's coming. So we've got these balanced well, things. The, and I think that it's that it's this sort of the, de- the detail there that's making people think. And given, you know, we're in the grip of this squeeze on uh, household incomes, uh, incomes you yeah. know, it's, hey, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's hitting home. The cost of living squeeze. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're, things can only get better from where they are can't they but i mean that is generally the case as well so i mean if we look i mean is the tide turning is the question so we looked at the if you look at the job numbers i mean okay it's just one week of job numbers but after those numbers that we saw last week jobless claims in the u.s did go up uh, you know so maybe that's a, a bright spot obviously not for those people who've lost their job but um you know but in terms of trying to keep the fed from raising rates too far if we keep on seeing that then that's a good sign I and mean, you'd expect it because we'd seen so many stories of layoffs i mean disney is the latest uh, i mean you know no surprise that we see those jobless claims going up. And then if we look over to uh, to the UK, uh, Unilever announced their results yesterday. They they represent a lot of, uh, have a lot of FMCG brands. Their price growth was very strong last year, but completely fell away in Q4. And so did sales growth as well. So so maybe the tide, <laughs> no pun intended, tide is, isn't Unilever, it's Porter and Gamble, but maybe the tide is turning perhaps, you know, when we look at numbers like that. It's a vexed question, isn't it? I mean, we could argue that the US is ahead of the curve in terms of where they are in the economic cycle. You know, we thought that, you know, that the inflation numbers, whether you look at the headline, the core, you look at the wage numbers, you look at the ECI numbers, they're all starting to come off quite nicely. But then you look at the strength mm. of the labour market, you look at that rebound in the ISM services. And so suddenly markets have priced in another, you know, another 25 at least 
uh, basis point hike for the Fed in this cycle. And part of the reasoning there is is, is that, look, if we've got activity numbers which are so strong, then maybe the US, the, the Fed can continue to hike and not harm the, 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 the economy. The, 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 um, the holy grail yeah. of the soft landing is still within the Fed's grasp. I mean, that's, that's, that's the argument there. But, yeah, but if we, but if we see those po- activity numbers start to slip away, then maybe the expectations are for inflation will start to ease too. Well, but the market's still divided. I mean, you talked at the intro about the uh, the widening of the 210 curve. Yeah. You know, we're at eight, we've blown out to 86 basis points. So clearly, there's a lot of people out there that if you look at, you know, t- what's, happened this, what's happened during the European afternoon is all yields have gone back up again mm. it was it the jobless claims was it something else was it you know we didn't have any any fed speakers this year this week but we do know we had what we had from german power this week we know that cpi is coming up next week yeah. and it's that two year again moving up almost to new highs again whilst the 10 year is rolling over so you know that 210 spread is blowing out there is clearly concern on part of the market there that um that, that if the fed goes down this path of of, of more aggressive tight uh, hikes it's going to impact the economy. Right. And I don't think we're going to get an answer to this. The next shoe to drop, and we've got a couple of Fed speakers out in the next 24 hours, uh, Harker and Waller, we know what they're going to say, I suspect. Um, it's all about CPI next week. And and I think if you look through, you know, even though we've talked about inflation coming off, and it will continue to come off in the round, you know, the tea leaves suggest you know, car numbers and those kinds of things. There's, there's some bumps in the road. We could get a couple of uh, curveballs, a couple of, you know, surprises on the upside. And what's that going to do to this, yeah. the market in its current state? And it, it doesn't give you any clarity. So we might have, you know, a few months of bumpy numbers before we can get back onto that even keel of inflation moving lower and we can be a bit more calm right. about that. Yes, yes or no answer to this question then, because we get the Michigan consumer sentiment overnight tonight, including their inflation expectations, which a month ago fell to 3.9% over uh, over the next year uh, do we care too much about that number yes or no i don't think so we can move on we've only got a bit one, of time it's one of the ingredients yeah. Phil, isn't it we, we know this but it's not it's not key you know in the yeah. sense of something like an eci or something like that right okay close to home we get the rba statement of monetary policies today we had that uh, 25 basis point rise this week of course the expectations of uh, one or two more we didn't get a press conference of course uh, the next time we still philip Lowe will be when he's in front of the house of reps committee next week uh, uh, but the the statement of monetary policy, what's that going to tell us today? Well, perhaps not a lot. I mean, mm. um, you know, you, you, you referenced there, you know, markets reacted because of the slight change in the language, you know, adding in uh, that the committee now expects, it talks expectations of further rate hikes, plural. Yeah. Uh, markets have, have added in another well, almost 40 basis points to the curve here now, you know, out to sort of about August. And yet the RBA did not increase its inflation forecasts. I mean, they're still uh, forecast to rise at 4.75 percent over 2023 and uh, by 3% by mid-2025. So that is a kind of a new forecast in that they've extended it six months. Um, and, you know, it, the previous forecast was 3.2. So they're saying with the addition of another six months, inflation will fall a bit further from 3.2 to 3%. There's nothing new in that. So, you know, there's nothing new on the GDP forecast at 1.5%. Yeah. On unemployment, there's a slight two-tenths uh, uptick at the end of 2024. I'm not sure we're going to learn an awful lot new from this therefore um 
I mean, I would say perhaps it's what it's what they haven't said. The fact that they didn't revise those forecasts up, it would be good to see some colour on that. So that's obviously something the market's going to be looking out for. The other thing would be perhaps any colour on any sort of qualitative flavour on, on on how the RBA sees China. You know, we ha- we haven't really heard from them in terms of what do they think about the reopening in terms of the ramifications on inflation, on activity, on students, on unemployment, all these kinds of things. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, talking of China, new wine loans today, they are expected to pick up. You'd assume they would, wouldn't you, as they start to reopen and get back to work. Uh, and China's inflation numbers. So can they get back to work and avoid the inflation that everyone else has seen as they started to ramp up production? And will we get some of their inflation added to our own as they push up export prices? Well, we'll see. Uh, we won't answer to get the answer to all of those questions, but we'll see what the inflation does today. And UK GDP, well, the average for the three months to December, that's out later today. Previously, it was down. And obviously, if we believe the IMF forecast, it should stay down. But then there's all this talk, isn't there, of a shallower recession or maybe no recession at all. So what are we going to see today? Yeah, so these are numbers really for December, the monthly numbers and then the Q4. Um, it is, as you say, um, you know, going to be a shallow recession. That's what everybody is is talking about. Um, I think the sort of the risk to this is on the downside. But the, the UK economy has got a lot of headwinds coming at it over the course of this year. I think this is something that's going to be progressive mm. rather than uh, instant. Well, some interesting numbers yesterday out from the UK, which just shows how uneven the UK economy is. So these are numbers for the April to June quarter, uh, Q2 in the UK, uh, when GDP was flat for England and Scotland. But in London, it was up 1.2%. The northeast saw a 1.6% contraction. So, I mean, I thought the UK government was promising to level up. Got a lot of work to do there. Uh, Look, uh, finally today, employment numbers for Canada. I mean, uh, inflation has been persistent there, and so are jobs. So if jobs rise... This will be the fifth straight month in a row, despite the best efforts from the Bank of Canada. And and the unemployment rate has been slipping, too, from 5.4% in August down to 5% in December. So that is going to be an interesting one to watch uh, as as well. So uh, we'll see what number that brings out later on in the day. But we'll leave it there for now. Good to talk, Gavin. Thanks, Phil. Cheers. And there has been another busy week, hasn't it? And uh, no doubt the next week will be just like that as well. We'll be back on Monday morning for another one. I'm Phil Dobby for now. See you then.